is up, everybody? This is Keith Jameson. I go by Gator Guy 231 across the DFS industry. Thank you for checking out another EPL DFS preview. We have a really interesting three-game slate this weekend. Um, I think understanding what the teams are playing for is going to be huge. Following the odds will be huge. And I just think it'll actually be a fun slate. So I'm looking forward to it. And just a quick reminder, you not only want to get all of these previews, but all the soccer content on Mayo Media Network, all the golf, the football, the hockey, just all the picks from all the amazing, talented people here. Make sure you smash that subscribe button if you're watching on video. Like, comment, really does help. And then if you're on the pod center, make sure that you are check are subscribing there as well. All right, let's get into picks. And just actually one last quick reminder, one plug for me. Make sure you check me out at FSI DFS um, on YouTube um, and just our whole team out. We have amazing content that we feel amazing content dropping daily there. I'm, uh, it's a great supplement to everything you see on Mayo Media Network. If you are interested in DFS and want to consume all that content, we would really appreciate it. All right, let's get into the picks. And before I go like straight into the picks, I want to talk about the odds and I want to talk about what teams are playing for. So first game of the site, um, it's just a dead game in, in actuality. Like neither team is technically playing for anything. Um, pride, it's what we're playing for. But we have Sheffield plus 201. So a slight home dog hosting Crystal Palace. It's a whopping two and a quarter total. Funny enough, there's some good plays from here. So despite neither team necessarily going for it, I think Sheffield is playing for a lot of pride at home. You know, they're going to be relegated, but, you know, by a lot of those guys are playing for potential EPL jobs. And then Palace just wants to end the season strong. Like, you know, Palace is a perennial mid-table team, but, you know, this is a spot for them to, to show up, score some goals, and try to continue to go into next season on a positive note. So I don't think neither, either team are laying down. The big game where a lot of eyes will be on is Manchester City minus 105 hosting Chelsea. That is a two and a quarter total. Um, and look, this is a preview of the Champions League final in a few weeks. Additionally, you have Man City having a chance to clinch the league at home. So we know Man City will be up for this with that clinching in mind. And then Chelsea, despite being in the Champions League final, they need to finish top four. Like unless they, you know, think they are guaranteed to beat City in the final, which by no means should they think that. This is a really important game to grab a point and finishing the season out strong. So I really do expect both teams to have their full arsenal of players um, for this game and to be going all, all out at it. Now, all that being said, these are two really good defensive teams. So that two and a quarter total is warranted, especially off of past results. Finally, we have the big favorite, Liverpool, minus 336 at home, must win, like, if they're gonna have any Europe chances, they have to beat Southampton at home. So expect Liverpool to go all out and it is a full goal higher, three and a quarter total. So we are definitely gonna like Liverpool pieces, which as a Liverpool fan and somebody that, you know, keeps going back to the Liverpool well and keeps uh, coming up empty, you know, it, it's a scary proposition, but you know, I do think that that, you know, a lot of your lineup is going to have to be seeing red. All right, let's talk about the plays starting from the top. We have Kevin De Bruyne, at 10,000, probably the best player in the EPL, the most consistent DFS player in the EPL as well. Should be on a majority of set pieces. Um, we do have seen that, you know, he's lost the PKs or at least the last one to Riyad Mahrez. But at 10,000, there's enough value on this slate that I think, you know, it's actually been, I was gonna say he's an easy plug and play. I love the play. I totally understand fading him too. But I think from a cash and optimal standpoint, if you're playing team no goals, if you're playing, let me, you know, let the goals fall where they may. 
And let me just accumulate all the peripherals. I think Kevin De Bruyne is an incredibly strong play at 10,000. Likely in cash games, we'll be pushing close to 50% ownership and it's a good play. Now let's start talking about goals. Um, because, you know, from the Liverpool side, we're probably going to need it. Mo Salah at 9,700, still in the hunt for the golden boot. Um, that does matter to him, especially going into, you know, a summer where there's some certainty where, you know, is he going to re-up at Liverpool? Is he going to get a transfer? But 9,700, largest total on the slate, largest favorite on PKs, top goal scorer. I totally get it. Um, you know, I think in a lot of ways, if you play, play Kevin De Bruyne, it's going to be really hard to play Mo Salah. But if you decide that you really like Liverpool and you want to chase the goals and you think there's going to be more goals in that game, look, one goal from Mo Salah could put you right in line with Kevin De Bruyne's floor. So then anything else that Mo Salah does is, is just uh, bonus. And he fills a forward spot. So 9,700 Mo Salah, I think, makes a ton of sense. Um, Riyad Mahrez, unbelievable form from Mahrez. We saw him, you know, single-handedly um, in, the, in the semifinals beat PSG, right? Two goals. Um, just been an unbelievable form. Does take a share of set pieces. Is very active off the right. You could see Mahrez get rotated here. Like that is 100% in the realm of possibilities. So making sure that you have contingency plans if you play Mahrez is huge. The great part is Liverpool game is after City. So let's say that you play Mahrez at the forward spot and for some reason, you know, Pep starts, you know, Raheem Sterling and starts Jesus through the middle and starts, uh, you know, Baron Torres on the left or starts Phil Foden there. And you can just go Sadio Mane, who's next. But I think Mahrez is a great play, solid floor, 9,200 considering the game script. I'm not making him a must play by any means, but I think very, very strong, especially for cash games. Sadio Mane, I probably slightly prefer Sadio Mane, former Southampton player, has killed Southampton in the past, 8,700. Look, Mane has been in really rough form, um, but he's still an elite, elite player. I think 8,700 for him is getting to the point that even with his, like he has a good floor and then he has high up goal scoring upside. So I think 8,700 makes a ton of sense. Um, I probably prefer him with the cost savings to Mo Salah, but that's just a personal preference. I can take that thousand. I think I can upgrade elsewhere. Wolf Zaha, I think is a really good GPP play from the first game. Um, Sheffield United's defense has been absolutely horrendous uh, since the, really all season, but specifically since the coaching change um, when they sacked Chris Wilder, I just think they've just been a mess. They just allowed four goals to Tottenham last weekend, three goals to Gareth Barry, you know, or Gareth Barry, Gareth Bale. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities in the way that Bale and Zaha play in terms of taking guys on, you know, really using pace. So, you know, you could kind of comp that out and, you know, put Zaha in a pretty good spot here at 7,800. No sort of set pieces, but he does draw a ton of fouls, takes shots. Um, if he, if Milojevic is not on, he'll be on PKs, but if Milojevic is on, we've seen him on there. But Wolf Zaha, 7,800, a very solid play. Sean Alexander-Arnold is your plug and play on the slate at 7,000. You could argue at this point, and especially with the game, his floor is better than Kevin De Bruyne at 3,000 cheaper, and he's a defender. But Trent Alexander-Arnold, a share of set pieces, a share of free kicks, and elite open play value. He There's never seen a ball he cannot cross from the right side. So love Trent Alexander-Arnold at 7,000. I think Eze at 6,600 is a very, very nice, I don't even want to go like lock, but very, very nice cash forward play at 6,600, 
Um, we've seen him recently be over almost all of Palace set pieces. Now, if Andros Townsend were to start, I don't think that as a, I think as they would split with him, but if you don't see Townsend, um, I think, and you'll know this in the first game, I think Eze should be over Monopoly set pieces, you know, versus a very weak opponent at 6,600, fills a forward spot, gets you a set taker, my type of player. Andy Robertson at 6,000, another elite play, um, especially for cash games. You know, maybe, you know, the Eze and Robertson are decent GPP phase due to ownership, but for cash games, they're going to be people that you want to lock in. Share set pieces, elite open play value. Finally, it's starting to look back to the Andy Robertson we saw at the beginning of the season in terms of open play value. And with Liverpool needing to win, I think we see Liverpool push up a ton, um, which will involve Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson doing a ton of crossing. So 6,011. And final two value plays of the slate come from the first game. I think you're probably going to at least use one of them is John Fleck and Oliver Norwood, both sub 4,000. They split set pieces, so they split corner kicks. And look, honestly, for the matchup, Crystal Palace is not great. Like, this should be a fairly even game back and forth in terms of possession. And we've seen Norwood and Fleck consistently put up 5, 6, 70K. And at sub 4,000, like, that, that's, that's just something that we love. It lets us get the top pieces. It lets us get a De Bruyne. It lets us get a Salah. It gets, let's get a Mane. It lets us do that while also playing a Trinazian or Arnold. So I think getting 3,900 um, Fleck is solid. I probably, you know, We'll start with Norwood at 3,200. And if I have a little extra um, salary, I think Fleck is, an, is a slightly better play. But, you know, for $700 difference, I, I have no problem just playing Norwood. So love them both. And, hey, if you find a build that is just like pure star studs and you want to use both, I think that's super in play. So um, hope this helps. 10 picks. Um, these are really, again, kind of geared towards optimal building. But, um, you know, use them in any format. I hope that they help win you some cash, get you into the winning zone. So once again, this is Keith Jameson. Go back, get your guy 231, press the DFS industry. Please check us out at FSI DFS. And if you have not already done it, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. You will not be sorry. Thank you all so much. See you.